podcast session. My name is Una. I'm the content manager of Fashion Potluck and I'm here with Julia, the CMO of Fashion Potluck. Hello everyone. Hello. And our guest for today, Lisa Ruiz Marcus. Hello Lisa. Hi. And um, welcome. Thank you. Uh, so Lisa is an executive coach and trainer based in Amsterdam. She's also the founder of In Coaching and she's providing professional coaching and training programs to individuals and teams in private, public and non-profit sector. One of her areas of specialization, actually focus, sorry, is leadership uh, coaching for females. And that's actually what we're going to talk about today. Great. Perfect. Mm. Okay, so we have a first question for you, Lisa. Um, so from a young age, women are often encouraged to be nice girls. They're polite and well-mannered, which is a behavior they often keep once they become adults. How and in which way can such behavior prevent them from becoming leaders? Mm, thank you for that. So if I was coaching a female leader okay. and she came to the session with this question saying to me, you know what, uh, as I've been raised, I, I, I experience myself and other people experience me as being a very polite and well-mannered person, and I'm worried that this is preventing me from becoming a, a strong leader. Mm -hmm. I would say to her, well, let's have a look. How may it help you to be a strong leader? And if you really start to think about that, uh, there are situations where being polite and well-mannered could be really useful. Absolutely. In the I sense so. of, yeah, if you're uh, receiving some very important uh, people coming to your organization and you're leading a meeting, uh, if you're having to take someone aside and give them some bad news. Um, and I think, you know, this really has to do with recognizing that whatever qualities we have, uh, they're not things that we want to get rid of to be leaders, but things that we want to build on. Yeah, absolutely. Like for me, it seems like the politeness and the well manners, yeah. they are, they can make you only more empowering and more successful leader. Of course, there are some qualities uh, like being too soft, maybe they mm. need to be more improved. But I think like politeness, uh, it can be a, a really good point in being a strong leader. Yeah, well, I think there's a great example we had very recently of Nancy Pelosi, who is the Speaker of the House in the United States yeah. now. She's yeah. third in line to be president. Yeah. And uh, there was an incident where a younger female uh, congresswoman had been overheard using some foul language to describe the president. And there was a big scandal made of that. Yeah. Uh, and somebody interviewed Nancy Pelosi and said, oh, what do you think of that? Mm -hmm. And she said, well, I was raised in a way uh, where I don't use that kind of coarse language, yeah. but I'm not going to censor anybody else. Yeah. So she really kept her dignity and her... Um, her embracing of, yes, well, being well-mannered and polite works for me. Yeah. Uh, and yet she's one of the most important leaders, yeah. uh, I would say, in and the world. And it works yeah. really well Definitely. for her, right? Yeah. 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 It makes yeah. her even like a more like powerful uh, leader. Yes, and I think it's very important for women not to uh, uh, underestimate that. So yeah. it's those qualities and then looking at, okay, what else do I need to cultivate to become an effective female leader? And an image you can look at is, you know, when you're uh, uh, buying an insurance policy, you have the basic package, mm -hmm. yeah, and then you have the modules. So the basic package, we can see ourselves as this is who we are. You know, these yeah. are the qualities that people know uh, know about us that we know ourselves as saying, oh, I'm a polite person, I'm an organized person, uh, I'm a, a, a kind person. Uh, so that's fine, but 
you can also say, okay, how do I, where do I want to grow? And what could be useful for me to increase my leadership skills? So you can say, okay, I'll take the module assertiveness. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's important. Yeah, Yeah. let's put some attention there. How can I develop myself to become more assertive? Or the module accountability. How can I learn to hold people more accountable and feel comfortable with that? Yeah, yeah, I think it's important because I think like the term nice girls, actually they lack assertiveness. They're like, yeah. oh, I better, you know, not say no, I can do it, well, you know, it doesn't cost me anything. Or maybe it's a strong impression, but maybe they can't go like on top of the heads if it's necessary. You know, just like, mm, oh, okay, it's yeah, nice, mm. you know, I can live without it. So maybe assertiveness is a very good skill to improve for nice girls. It's not bad for you to be assertive and it's a very important quality of a leader, I, I believe. Of course. Yeah, and I also think, you know, this is kind of jumping jumping ahead a little bit, using this word nice, I think that's something that uh, sometimes really uh, can be tricky for women who are in leadership roles. It can be a kind of a pitfall yeah. because there, if there's a real emphasis on wanting to be seen as nice and wanting to be liked all the time, that can also undermine your ability to yeah, be firm, to be assertive, to say, um, okay, this is the plan, this is the decision, uh, and to recognize it doesn't mean you're not a nice person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so part of developing as a leader, as a woman, is to really be able to embrace all the parts of yourself, also the nice part of yourself, yeah. but to recognize in different situations that might not be the most useful part for me yeah, to bring absolutely. forward yeah. yeah how to deal with this desire to be liked by everyone because it's yeah practically I feel, impossible I feel like a lot of people a lot of women actually want to be liked maybe maybe that's one of the most important things for them and not to offend anyone yeah so yeah. I believe that's it so if you think of leaders, Uh, And the responsibility of being a leader is sometimes you need to give bad news. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you need to hold people accountable to say, hey, we agreed on this. Or say no. Yeah. Or say no. Exactly. 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 So I think part of the, um, the process of being comfortable with leadership for women is to understand that you didn't get there because you're a nice person. Yeah. Because an organization would be kind of irresponsible to hire you just because you're nice. Yeah. You're there because of skills, expertise, experience that you have. But do you believe that then women are not comfortable being leaders? No. I think that, like everybody, I mean, men also have their challenges to become leaders. I just think it's important to recognize, like, so what are your... um, what are the possible pitfalls? You know, okay. what are the kind of habits that you, let's say, rely on that have gotten you, uh, helped you in your life, let's say, mm-hmm. till now. But now you're in a new situation. You're in a different context. So uh, it's a question of, again, sort of putting your attention on the other module, <laughs> on the assertiveness module. So it's about developing those qualities. Yeah. And the way we develop them is actually step by step. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's we talk about, you know, you can understand this idea of going out of your comfort zone. It may not feel comfortable to be assertive in certain situations. At first. But at first. It yeah. has to be done, kind of. But it takes, a, you know, a kind of changing of your mindset to realize, I re- if I want to be a leader, 
I have to learn this yeah. and to see it as a, as a learning process. Yeah. Um, and but to, it is indeed. And I think it will become easier and easier with time. Absolutely, because the more you do it, the more natural. It natural. It it's not only natural, but you will see what the response yeah. is, and that actually it's a. Um, it's kind of a false assumption to think, oh, people won't respect me or people won't follow what I'm asking them to do if I, unless I'm super nice about it. Yeah. Um, that actually sometimes people just need a firm, no, this is not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but do you believe then that, like, what is the role of the male-dominated environment and culture which supposed which supports men as leaders and is that one of the reasons women do not aim for leadership positions? Like how can we encourage them to uh, aim for the leadership position? Well, I do think that women aim for leadership positions. Okay. Uh, and so again, I, I, would, I would challenge that assumption. Um, there are actually in many sectors where women are actively recruited and encouraged. There's even some, uh, uh, legislation being made in countries or in organizations about, you know, our board has to have a certain amount of women in it. So I think there's a, been a lot of initiatives to recruit women and to also train them in leadership skills and organizations. Has it only started recently or you think it's always been the case? No, it hasn't been always, yeah. for sure. Yeah, exactly. But I would say in the past uh, five, ten five years, years five saying. or ten yeah. years, mm -hmm. uh, I think the so the question that interests me as a coach uh, and also what I, you know, encounter when I work with women in leadership roles is, you know, what happens when they struggle, when a woman struggles in an organization and is feeling a lot of pressure, is feeling uh, not appreciated, is feeling like uh, she is unable to set her boundaries, to say no. Um, so... These are situations where there, you reach a kind of a tipping point, mm -hmm. which determines, okay, this woman who's in a, a, a leadership position, has a leadership role in a company, in an organization, uh, or it could even be in a smaller situation in her own company. You know, yeah. maybe she's a startup yeah. entrepreneur. Um, what, what does it take for her to take a step back and reflect on, okay, what's going on here? What's contributing to me feeling like there's, let's say, more negative than positive going on? Yeah. Um, what's my role in that? Yeah. And what can I do to change that so that I can stick it out here, so that I can keep going? And that's, yeah. that's what I like to support women in doing is like stay in the game. Do you think this pressure makes them not want to become leaders or why? Why? I mean, it's a I very big question. What? Why there are more male leaders? I mean, like right now, it's still the women are still mm -hmm. the minority. It's definitely changing, as we said. In yeah. The past yeah. five years, we see more and more women leaders and so many companies, especially we live in Amsterdam, so I can see look at everything yeah. like yeah. successful women in the country. Sure, look, uh, yeah, look exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, like, uh, what, what is the reason? Is this a pressure? Is this uh, what, what? What do you think is the, the reason that women are not willing to? Or can I can I just add something? Yeah. Is mm -hmm. it maybe a consequence that women do not speak out, even if they think they are ready for a leadership position, they're not gonna fight for okay. it because well, they I... might think they don't deserve it. Well. I would not say, I think you're getting at something in what you're saying, and this is what I think is a really important 
condition for a woman to develop as a leader and to succeed as a leader, and that is to take ownership of your accomplishments. Yeah. Which means in how you profile yourself, uh, whether it's on LinkedIn or when you are talking to people uh, who maybe potentially could help you or even just people in your environment. What I've encountered a lot is that women are very hesitant to talk about themselves in a way that is really highlighting what they've achieved. It, it, it's very quickly seen as bragging. Yeah. And I, I see this as a problem because there's a, there's a gap between, and I've encountered this quite a lot with even women I know personally who are very accomplished. And then when it comes to them having to um, promote themselves, suddenly those things become very... Yeah sort of, well, yeah, I did that once, but I'm not going to really talk about that. And well, that wasn't such a big deal. And, and I think this is what creates a gap. Mm -hmm. But why is that happening? Yeah, what was the reason for that exactly? I think we do have it. At least I sometimes also have that behavior. Yeah. So I really can understand. Uh, but I don't know why. Have you any idea? I don't know. I, I'm really trying to uh, think about it now. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's the thing, it's bragging, you know, I would rather them to check if I'm good in something than say, okay, I'm good mm -hmm. in this. But then if you don't promote yourself, you might not even get the offer yeah, to show yeah. it. So, And, and that, you know, that speaks to a, a statistic that's pretty well known. I don't know the exact number, yeah. but apparently if you ask, you know, when a woman is offered a challenge, a professional challenge, um, she'll often think, okay, can I do 95% of this um, role that's being offered to me? Can I do 95%? Uh, okay, yes, I'll do it. Yeah. A man will look and say, okay, can I do 60%? Yeah. Yeah, I'll do it. So there's a, a discrepancy in comfort with risk. Okay, yeah. And I often, you know, when I have conversations with women about, well, you know, wait, you can do that, and you can do that too, and you're also really good at that, and wait, you've also done, you know, sometimes I'm like, what, you know, and this is how you're presenting yourself, um, they will say, well, um, yeah, but I've, you know, I've not done this, and I don't know, and then I, I always ask this question, well, what is the worst thing that could happen? Sure. Yeah. Sure. And I think it's a really good question because if you start saying, well, what's the worst thing that could happen? Oh, they said uh, the job, I, you know, I didn't succeed to do what I set out to do. Okay, I'll get some feedback on it. Yeah. Um, I'll learn from it. Um, I will respond with integrity, meaning I will accept my, you know, what I did wrong, mm -hmm. uh, not be defensive or deny it, you know, which also, you know, making mistakes is also something that a lot of women especially are like, no, I can't because then I'll completely lose all my credibility. There's something to be said about just saying, yeah, I, I take responsibility, I made that mistake, and I'm going to do what has to happen to, to deal with it. Yeah. Um, those are the kinds of behaviors that really inspire people to trust you. Yeah. Uh, and will also inspire other women uh, who are maybe looking up to you. I think so. I think so. Um, but it's interesting that you mentioned uh, risk-taking. Does it mean that women are not are not really as risk-taking as men? Well, I would say that I can only speak from my own, let's say, coaching experience. Yeah. And that I, I do find often that 
women are afraid to take the risk to say no. Yeah. For example, um, they're afraid to take the risk of not doing things perfectly. Um, and these then can really, these even these two examples, this is what can really start to undermine you because as a leader, you need to be able to use your time differently, to focus differently on things uh, and to be efficient. So you might have been promoted to a more, uh, to a role with more leadership's uh, responsibilities by uh, showing that you, you know, deliver your results always top quality and on time mm-hmm. and that you were very hands-on with that. But if you move up to a leadership position, you can't use those same skills to succeed because the higher up you get on the leadership ladder, the more people are looking to you to create strategy. Yeah. Yeah. To build strategic relationships. Yeah. So what would be the characteristics of a good leader then in that case? Okay. What qualities would the the woman leader need to have? Sure. Well, I would I'm going to speak to, you know, what are good qualities that I th- that I believe both men and women should yeah. have. Yeah. Yeah, um, just yeah, good leader. Integrity. Yeah. Um, accountability. Yeah. They're quite related as, yeah. you know, yeah, absolutely. honesty and willingness to, you know, take responsibility yeah, mm-hmm. for your yourself and what you've what you've done decisiveness mm-hmm. it's very important i think and i yeah. feel like it sometimes lacks just to be quite decisive yeah i mean and this goes the decisiveness can uh you know what it has in it is um yeah and that's my next one ability to tolerate risk yeah because you have to use your best thinking at the moment and sometimes you don't have a lot of time yeah. um, to make a decision and say, this is my decision. Um, and it may not be liked by everybody. Yeah, absolutely. So, but you have to stand your ground. You have to stand your ground, uh, not, you know, not for infinity, because there could be a moment where other information comes in or the situation changes. So you need to have a certain flexibility. But if you're only flexible and never can make a decision, that starts to chip away at your ability to really lead effectively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, that's something that all leaders struggle with. Um, the other thing is what's really important is good communication. So being able to express, express your ideas yourself. effectively. Yeah, that's uh, very important. Yeah. Even, even from my own experience, that communication is really, really important. It yeah. is, because without that, it doesn't matter how brilliant your ideas are. Yeah. Or um, if you can't convey it to the people you need to get on board with you. Yeah. Um, in the right mood as well. In the right mood. Yeah. Well, I think that has a lot to do with uh, looking at who's your audience. As well. Who are you talking with? So you wouldn't be communicating if you're trying to uh, create a new uh, policy in a company, you would talk about that policy differently to the board of directors yeah, than to the employees. Does it yeah. also mean that the, the good leader has to be flexible? Absolutely. Yeah. That is a hallmark of a good mm-hmm. leader. Because um, if you're too, uh, uh, let's say, frozen yeah. <laughs> in your ideas, I mean, then... You just have you know, the same approach to every person, every group of yeah, people. It's not going to work. It's not going to You know, there, there's an uh, acronym that is used a lot now talking about leadership especially in you know global leadership and organizations that's this this word VUCA have you heard of it no so it stands for volatile 
uncertain, ambiguous, <laughs> and complex. And those four words define actually the fast-paced world we're living yeah. in. And that leaders need to be able to deal with volatility, with complexity, with uncertainty, yep. and with ambiguity. And that, yeah. that's for both men and women. Uh, so it, it's kind of a balancing act between being flexible, being comfortable with taking a certain amount of risk, and that, that amount of risk has to do with you personally, but also with the environment you're working in. You know, mm -hmm. what's, what's the context? What's the organization? What are our goals? Um, uh, but also to deal with ambiguity. And that very simply stated as being able to say, I don't know the answer necessarily. Or I don't have all the information, yeah. but I am going to have to make a decision yeah. and deal with whatever is not totally clear all the mm -hmm. time. So just to recap a little bit, what yeah. would be the steps of becoming a leader? Like, a successful leader. Yeah. yeah. Short and clear. I mean, of course, there are a lot of different paths. It's very personal, probably, sure. as well. But like, if the, in general, what would be the yeah. general steps of yeah. becoming a leader? Okay, well, I can share a few thoughts on that. And, you know, the order of the steps is also depends yeah, on the person. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, but I would say, first of all, be a learner. Mm -hmm. So... Observe both men and women, especially women, but I would not rule out men as well, you know, in leadership roles. And notice for yourself, you know, what inspires you about them as a leader? Um, because how, not every leader is a successful example, right? Sometimes leaders yeah, are that's true. not that great. So <laughs> you, you know, need to be not careful with your role models. Well, yeah, yeah, because, I mean, of course, there are leaders who lead by force mm -hmm. and they yeah. can force people to do things. Um and you could say, well, okay, they succeeded to get people to do what they wanted them to do. But that's only short term because long term, these people who have been forced without maybe really understanding why or not trusting the leader, they're not going to be loyal. No, of course. Absolutely. They're not going to be so, in so it for the long term. Maybe you don't see it from the outside, right? So sometimes I think the uh, choice of a role model for you can yeah. be like very tricky. Yeah, sure. I think. Well, I think you need to follow your own uh, instincts. In yeah. That. It's like, and that's why I say, who inspires you? Yeah. You know? yeah. And who, how do these people, how does this leader inspire other people? Like, what do you observe about how they get people enthusiastic? Yeah, what is um, the effect? What is the effect? How do they, you know, because it's about not forcing, but getting people willingly to follow you. Do you um, have other good examples of leaders? Um, maybe your own uh, people who inspire you, your own leaders? Yeah, oh, let me think about that. Well, well, I'll tell you, you know, someone who I really admire, who's a leader in uh, journalism. Okay. And that is Christiane Amanpour. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I just find her ability to um, uh, speak truth to power. Yeah. So to sit across from the widest range of world leaders um, of all different backgrounds and ask them penetrating questions yeah. and um, not back off when they try to back off. Being mm -hmm. so confident as well. Being yeah. very and just very intelligent and very, um, but at the same time, warm. Yeah, having empathy, I think. Yeah, yeah, but also just, and, and I think she's a great example of, you know, there's a, um, 
One of the things that women are often afraid of is being seen as a bitch. Yeah, yeah um, that's what we... And yeah, I know that's one of the, the topics we might talk about. And she's a great example of someone who's very uh, determined and very firm, but not at all bitchy. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, she's someone who I quite admire. And another one I would like to say is um, Meghan Markle. Mm -hmm. okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> who has... You know, not only made a tremendous change in her life, I mean, I, I'm not, you know, it's easy to say, oh, yeah, but she's now, you know, a princess and, you know, married Prince Charming. She's she's a smart lady. Yeah. And absolutely. she made a very deliberate choice to leave her career and go into this completely different world. Also very brave, right? Because her career was very far from her yeah, current reality. And she was very successful in it. Yeah. And yeah. she went into a completely new culture. Mm -hmm. And even a subculture of that culture, yeah. which is, you know, royalty. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's still very committed to uh, being involved in all kinds of uh, initiatives to help other women. Yeah. Um, and to, yeah, she's do very a lot empowering. Of she's yeah. very, I think she's very empowering. And at the same time, she's a very positive character. Yeah. yeah. She's very determined and she's very confident. But at the same time, I only see her as a positive character. Yeah. Like, yeah. very, like, very calm, very um, confident. Also, it's uh, kind of like yeah. one another, and also very, I don't know, charming. Yeah, yeah very warm. And yeah, you know what? I mean, warm. as we're speaking, what occurs to me is she might have had an, uh, uh, been inspired by our own queen Maxima, who yeah. I think is also quite an example yeah. of yeah. that. But mm -hmm. it's interesting. For instance, if you compare uh, Christina Mampour and mm. uh, Meghan Markle, they mm -hmm. have a completely different way of approaching, but still, they are both in their own way really. A good leader. Yeah, very different, yeah. but the same side very successful. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But yeah. you were mentioning um, kind of women seen being seen if they come to the position of leader as a bitch. <laughs> so, how, do you think how can this stereotype be avoided? How how can a female leader deal with this? Well, I think the first thing is stop worrying about being liked and what other people think of you. Um, or whether you're being male or female in your characteristics. Yeah. You know, just take a step back from all of that. Um, you know, part of, and I think in general, part of what's so important in like a kind of maturing process that we go through as women um, has to do with really being able to distinguish um, what's important to you and what are your goals and what are your, you know, what is your passion and what do you want to, what's the difference you want to make and what do other people think? Because oftentimes, you know, we were just talking before we started about, you know, the influence of the family yeah. in your career choice. There's always going to be people around you say, oh, well, is that really for you? Or um, are you good at that? I'm not sure if you can do that or that's maybe not right or you shouldn't speak to people that way, you know? Yeah. Um, Part of developing your, your, your core of your identity and of your own power has to do with just being able to distinguish between, okay, this is me and this is other people. Yeah. And, and I think this has always been the case. I don't yeah. think uh, any woman would never heard something like that. No. I think it's always the case on like at some at higher or lower degree, but I think it's always the case. Yeah. And so I think it's just important to keep that awareness. And it's not like one day to the next sudden, you know, okay, now I've got that. It's a, it, We're confronted with it at different moments in our life all the time, but it's just to sort of keep reflecting on that. Um, so 
uh, coming back to this idea of, you know, being seen as a bitch, um, if you want to be a leader, you need to be okay with sometimes not being liked by everybody. Yeah. But and that yeah. Is, is, and, I think it's impossible. And I think people, there are like out of millions of people and all of them have millions of different opinions. Exactly. And at yeah, least one person will it. definitely yeah. call you a bitch. Absolutely. I think yeah. Yeah. Or they, they might. And, and so to recognize, okay, why am I here? What am I trying to achieve? Yeah. What am I doing? People might, you know, not like your decision. They may not like your style. Uh, chances are they'll move on from it. Yeah. But yeah. you can't let yourself be sort of pulled in all these different and directions, worrying, well. worrying, like, yeah. oh, no, people think I'm a bitch. Everyone. You sure. can't please everyone. You can't please I think you should have your own opinion and be true to it and true to yourself. I, I think so. And, you know, the other piece of that, you know, why does this word bitch even come up, um, again, comes back to this idea of um, how do I, you know, what's the difference between being firm and holding your ground with your ideas and being aggressive and maybe denigrating to other people. So which is where I think the bitch uh, idea can come from. Uh, so I think it's worthwhile for all of us to, to look sometimes, okay, what is my communication style? Um, can I be inviting to people in asking them to, to do things or get on board with things um, without you know being pushy? Um, and that's a, that's something that's really worthwhile looking at. Oh, do I, should I maybe adjust my approach a little bit? Mm -hmm. uh, but with being firm and holding your ground, uh, there's many ways to do that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But do you, um, do you believe that you need to have some predispositions to become a leader? And if yes, and you don't have these predispositions, how can you still succeed to the position of mm -hmm. a leader? Well, I believe anybody can become a leader if they want to. Uh, and so, I think so. It, yeah, I do. It has to do with what your desire is and what your ambitions are. Um, and that, I want to kind of circle back to uh, when you asked me, you know, what are the steps you need to yeah. take to become yeah. a leader? Because uh, next to the idea of, you know, profiling yourself and taking ownership of your achievements is this piece that is, you need to be clear about your ambitions. You need to let people know that, you know, this is what I want. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm going for. Uh, recruit people uh, to give you advice, to learn from them. If you don't tell people what you want, you know, what, you're, uh, what you want to achieve as a leader or why you want to be a leader or what you're going for, they, they won't know. So it's feeling comfortable saying, yeah, this is what I want. And okay, maybe I, I'm not there yet. Maybe it's a long way off, but this is, this is where I'm going. How can you help me? What can you, can you advise me? Um, again, a lot of times there's a shyness about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I always say, look, again, what's the worst that can happen? Mm -hmm. You reach out to someone, you say, hey, I'm, I'm trying to develop this or I want to achieve that. Do you have some advice for me? Could we have a talk? And yeah. then say, no, I, I'm sorry, I don't have time. Do you know someone I could talk to? Yeah. Ask for help. Yeah. Ask for help. And if one person can help you, just say, oh, is there someone else you know Absolutely. I could There's speak with? Someone. You know, and then yeah. you, that's how things happen. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So you so you don't think that there there should be some predispositions predispositions for that? <laughs> to, for I think the leader. only predisposition to be a leader is desire. Yeah. 
and so you don't and the willingness, the desire to be a leader, and the willingness to do the development that it's going to take yeah. to be an effective leader. And that means also looking at the parts of you that you know need developing, or the parts that you might need to dial down a bit. Um, so being willing to be honest with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but which uh, which female characteristics can women actually use to their advantage to become a leader? Um, well, without falling into generalizations, um, <laughs> because you know I've been saying let's not go into stereotypes here. Let's say statistically, uh, what I, I've understood and I do understand that women tend to be more collaborative. Okay. So they're much easier, more comfortable using the word we mm -hmm. yeah. than I. And sometimes that's great. And sometimes then that's to their detriment. You know, again, when you need to take credit for what you've done, yeah. it's better to say yeah. I. But in terms of, you know, inviting people to share, uh, creating team spirit, uh, showing interest to develop others, uh, which is also part of what's important to be leaders, to actually be, you know, having... Uh, sometimes a kind of a coaching role or a kind of a interest to develop others to also be better than they are. Um, so I would say that's one thing. And the other thing is showing emotions. Yeah. So this can also be a quite uh, delicate subject uh, for women because there's this uh, this sort of idea, oh no, you shouldn't show your emotions, and above all, don't cry. Um, yeah. You know, I would I would disagree with that. Uh, first of all, uh, people respond to human contact, yeah. to, to showing all kinds of emotions. To honesty. Yeah, to yeah, honesty. I mean, if you empathy. think of someone who, who you want to work with, if they're just kind of not showing any emotion, uh, they might give you some information about like, yeah, so trust. Yeah, yeah, yes. because this this is what it has to do with. It has to do with trust because people know where you stand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when it comes to extreme emotions, which do happen sometimes, whether it's extreme anger or tears, crying, yeah. Yeah. it's nothing to be ashamed of. And I think this is really important. So if in a discussion things get so heated that you 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 start crying the most important thing to remember is it's okay. Mm -hmm. Acknowledge it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, the worst thing to do is actually just run out of the room. Yeah. But instead to say, okay, obviously this is making me feel really emotional. Uh, this is triggering high emotions for me. So yeah, you see how I feel about this. Yeah. Um, if you think I, you need a minute, you know, to say, okay, uh, I think I need a minute. Yeah. Um, might be you leave the room yeah. or not, but it's the difference between standing in it, standing in what's happening, staying with yourself, to just collapsing and running out of the room like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm crying. And you know, that's the thing that'll undermine you. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. 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 So it's okay. Keep the Stay in your dignity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but also another follow-up question would be, uh, what are the differences or are there differences in behavior prior to becoming a leader and once you actually become mm -hmm. one? Do you have to really... We were talking how you can kind of uh, work on some uh, characteristics, but you actually... What is the extent to which you have to kind of change? Hmm. Well, I like to see leadership not as a role, but as a state of mind. Okay. And in that respect, it's... Um, 
it's continuously evolving and yeah. changing. Um, um, and you know, it's a, it's you could even see it as it's an approach to solving problems uh, that needs to be continuously refreshed and re-energized. Otherwise, you get stuck, you know, in your one style or your one way of looking at things. Um, I just to kind of come back to something I, I we started talking about earlier. You know, from a practical standpoint, if you're talking about moving from um, uh, a role where you're not really having leadership responsibilities to moving more up the leadership ladder, um, you're going to be shifting more to strategy. Mm -hmm. Uh, and building relationships and less on production, you know, actually doing the work yourself yeah. and getting things perfect. So that means you need to be able to cultivate your time management really well. Um, you need to be able to delegate. Mm -hmm. um, social skills, probably. Social, yeah. skills. social skills, if necessary. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, coming back to being polite and, and well-mannered, those are social skills that you have. Um, I think the thing to add to that for, for, let's say, the leadership social skills are being assertive, mm -hmm. okay. uh, being able to say no yeah, yeah. Um, in a way that's uh, clear, yeah. and you send the message, this is the, this is the decision. Mm -hmm. um, I think that, you know, one of the traps that women fall into when they move into a leadership role is still kind of trying to focus on doing everything themselves. And, and then they're wondering, why am I almost getting burnout? Or why do I get burnout? Because you've, you've got to be able to let go of stuff yeah. um, and focus more on what you're actually uh, being assigned to do, which is to do more of the... Uh, the real thinking and, yeah. and yeah. strategizing. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, as a last question, uh, I would ask, uh, what would be your uh, advice uh, to women, general advice, maybe young women, how to um, encourage them to become leaders? What would be your uh, final advice a little bit? Mm -hmm. So when you say young women, are you talking about like from, an, <laughs> from you know, childhood or from, you know, they're just Entering the workforce. Uh, no, I'd say the, the entering, entering the, work the workforce. Force, yeah. yeah, I would say not like the education that you, we receive from the families, but more like women who are now already thinking yeah. about it, who are listening to our podcast yeah. right now, and they're like, "Oh, I would like to be a leader, but, but, but." So, what would be your like most important tip or advice to them? Uh, okay. Well, I would say. Um, something to this effect. So it's up to you to define the what and the why. Mm -hmm. You know, what do I want to achieve and why is this important to me? You need to look to other people to understand the how. And, and that's where you need to share your ambitions, to uh, observe others who you think are successful leaders and try to understand, hey, what are they doing? Yeah. You know, how are they doing things? Talk to them. Um, really try to learn as much as you can about what is making a woman successful in the workplace. Mm -hmm. um, look for a mentor. Yeah. And that can be a formal mentor within an organization, but also could be informal. Okay. You know, somebody who you know or via via that you that someone who's in a field that you're interested in or in a similar role that you aspire to and don't be shy to reach out and say hey you know i'm interested in in learning more about uh 
becoming a leader in this sector or taking on a lot of responsibility in this sector and this kind of work. Could I talk with you and, and get some ideas? It's important to recognize uh, people's time is precious. Yeah. So be prepared. Think really well about like, what are the main questions I want to ask this person? Um, sometimes it's really good to ask yourself, okay, what kind of things could I figure out myself? Yeah. You know, can I just look up on internet? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and what kind of things do I really need to ask somebody with experience? Okay, well, thank you very much uh, for the podcast. We have received a lot of useful tips and insights, Lisa. Um, and yes, uh, for all our audience, thank you for listening. If you have any further comments and questions, make sure to leave them below. Thank you. Bye. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure speaking with both of you. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>